The college basketball experience, Horizon League season preview, and Chicago State Cougars team preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn five dollars into five hundred in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars, folks. Use the promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by a Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And finally, we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkton and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And remember as always folks to let it ride. What's up everybody. This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you guys. We got it all this episode, folks. As uh, out on the horizon, there's some damn good basketball coming in. All right, you see what I did there? Look at that. All right, folks, you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. <laughs> That's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when Dundee happened he was a superstar I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping would have killed a normal man but nah, nah, that's gone the medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning pretend it never happened and get on with your life college basketball is back and it's kind of it's it's kind of like getting hit by lightning because all of a sudden you're just like whoa we got awesome games every single day of the week fantastic can't wait love the horizon league all right i am joined by well one of my co-hosts here all right this guy's always behind the scenes they call him the puppet master all right he's doing things behind the scenes he's calling he's pulling strings left and right he is the host of the college baseball experience uh, give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother? How we doing, Colby? Yeah, I'm excited for this episode. This is one that I had starred that I couldn't wait for. Uh, a couple of teams right in my backyard with Oakland and Detroit. So, uh, love catching a game or two or two from them each year. Uh, can't wait to talk the league because I'm I'm pretty excited about a couple of these teams. 
Yeah. And uh, you know, I know you attended uh, some games last year, some horizon league games. Shout out to that. Get yourself out of the house this year, folks. All right. Support support college football, college basketball, college baseball. It's better than that pro bullshit. All right. Just get in there, get in there, do it. Uh, and Detroit, please, please uh, start your football program back up. Um, look, let's get into it. But before we get into it, I want to tell you and Oakland. All right. I want to tell you though, that the college basketball experience horizon uh, horizon league season preview and Chicago state Cougar team preview is brought to you by SGPN second chance survivor in the NFL gambling podcast. Look, I, we know you're already knocked out. If you're an NFL survivor, you could, yeah, yeah, whatever your, your online persona says, oh, I know everything, but we know, we know you're, you're knocked out. All right. Don't, don't worry. We got you covered with SGPN second chance survivor presented by Corey Pinkston and barking dog properties. $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take off starts this weekend. You want to sign up right now. Sports gambling slash survivor. That's sports gambling slash survivor. We're also brought to you by the NFL gambling podcast. Those guys are doing a review contest that you got to enter like pretty much now uh, leave an apple podcast review with your favorite touchdown related bet for this weekend uh, here. It's October 20th when we're recording and the biggest winner, we're going to $50 SGPN gift card. So make sure to uh, include your uh, YouTube username in the, in the review so we can contact the winner. Once again, underdog fantasy, uh, I'm sorry. Once again, NFL gambling podcast review. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Uh, it's my day off. I'm getting things off. All right. Underdog has just introduced scorchers. Go five for five and pick up scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, underdogs extending their first deposit bonus up to $500. Uh, they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars every single Sunday too. unbelievable stuff over at underdog. 10 lucky players will win 10 K each weekend folks. Look, I'm talking about an underdog. I like BYU to defend uh, Provo against Texas tech tomorrow. Uh, so watch along, make picks. Maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit all the way up to $500. That's underdog fantasy. Promo code S G P N. All right. We are back on the college basketball experience. Have I ever told you why Oakland doesn't have a football team? Why? Um, So the school's president, her son got injured playing football and she holds it against the sport. My, one of my best friends is the quarterback for the club team, but they won't pay to elevate the club team to D one. So, well, when are they going to get rid of that president? I mean, look, I I understand. (laughs) I understand, you but know, that that's unfortunate, pretty, but that's ridiculous familiar in my with opinion. The situation. Cause my buddy, he's been the quarterback there for the last three years. So, yeah, I just think it's, I look, I understand I, I'm uh, sympathetic to whatever happened, but at the same time, more good has come out of football than bad by a large margin. All right. Um, Anyway, start your football program, Oakland. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. The first team we're going to go alphabetically here. Uh, and this is a fun league. I really, I, I, I know I say that for every league cause I love college hoops, but I really enjoy watching this league, uh, more so than certain other conferences. Um, jumping into it. The first team on the slate here is the Vikings of Cleveland state. Dennis Gates left him in decent shape. He got that program up and going uh, at the Wolfenstein Center. Uh, look, this is a CBI team from a year ago. They're 21 and 14, 14 and 6, second in the horizon a year ago. The bad news, though, 
Deshaun Parker, Deontay Johnson, Yahil Hill, all gone. But they return some solid production. They get uh, Drew Louder back 25 minutes a game a season ago, just under 10 points. Uh, They get Tay Williams back 28 minutes a game, 11 points. uh, Yeah, 11 points per game, six boards. Tristan uh, Inaruna, I'm probably butchering that name. Uh, he is back 32 minutes a game. I remember watching him too. I just don't remember the pronunciation of that. Um, even on, you know, and even the, the guys they brought in via the portal, your boy, Tevin Smith from the Denver uh, pioneers. This guy played 30 minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a nice get uh, anyone yeah. that you can, anytime you can get someone that played that many minutes. Um, TJ Moss is another guy that they're excited about that. Well, I think he was at like Detroit or something. Um, either way, uh, I kind of like what's returning here. I kind of like what is returning. I know they got some other transfers from community colleges and, and you know what? I read an article for college. Like they were talking about college football and college basketball. And since the transfer portals gotten so crazy, a lot of people think, well, this article was, was, stating that the there's undervalued players now in the Juco ranks before everyone would look in the Juco ranks. Now you're looking everywhere else, but the Juco ranks. So you might be able to find some diamonds in the rough in the Juco ranks. Look, I think this team is going to be a contender. I have them in my top four. Uh, and I think they're contending for, for the horizon league championship. And I'm excited to watch uh, you know, uh, that was a good first season for Danielle Robinson. So what, what do you make of this team? Yeah, although they lose three pieces from last season's team, Cleveland State, they will have the most experienced team in the horizon this season, according to Torvik, as the Vikings bench is deep and their projected starting five lists three juniors and two seniors. Uh, Cleveland State, they only lost one home conference game a season ago. Uh, that was tied for the best in the horizon with the league champs, Youngston State. Um, the Vikings, they have a nice set of returners and Tay Williams and Tristan and Aruna that you touched on. They provide great size for efficient scoring and rebounding down low point guard. Drew louder is interesting because he started Cleveland state's last 14 games in 2023. And according to Matt Cox, who wrote this in the almanac, they were nine and one in games that he played at least 29 minutes in. So with more playing time, he's going to make this team better. And then lastly, one of the transfers coming in from the Juco ranks, KJ Debrick, he comes in from John A. Logan, which is the same school that Tay Williams came in from last year, and he was one of their studs last season. So I like the fact that Daniel Robinson is going back to the well to a program that treated him pretty well last season. I think Cleveland State's one uh, good once again this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they're going to be contending. So uh, Nathan Haynes in the chat saying Cleveland State, the Vikings hit the over in 12 of the, their last 15 games last year, 100%. And by the way, while we're talking about programs that should start their football program, I don't even understand how Cleveland State doesn't. You are in Cleveland, Ohio, a football state. Unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. Like, that's one that's like, that's a no brainer. You know, like, there's certain ones where, like, the amount of talent that comes out of your state are no brainers. Um, that's shocking to me that they don't have one. They need to start their football program, but yeah, I think that, I think this basketball team is going to be, is going to be good in, in contention for a, uh, a trip to the big dance. Essentially uh, let's move along. 
and jump on over and talk about the great. Uh, well, this is. Are you a fan of this team? Because you root for Oakland more than Detroit, correct? I root for yeah. Oakland's my horizon team over Detroit, but I will say I know or I care to pay attention to this team a little bit more than the others in the horizon for sure. Well, uh, Mike Davis, year six. Damn. Six years just like that. It's I remember when he came by. over from Texas Southern. Yeah. Um, 14 and 19 last year, 9 and 11. And they did that with maybe the best player in the in college basketball, <laughs> Antoine Davis. Uh, they also had Gerald uh, Little or Lydell, actually, Jared Lytle uh, or Lydell. I forget. But um, Damazi Anderson, AJ Oliver. Dude, they lost a shit ton of production. Jordan Phillips. All together, get this. Let me let me just quickly do some math. <laughs> are you, um, what are you trying to find out? I have it in front of me. If you're looking, they, I'm going to say they lost about 68, 69 points a game from a season ago. They lost 74% of their minutes. So, well, I'm just quickly doing what 28 plus 14, 42 plus 18, you know, puts you what you're, you're there at 62. You're at about 70 minutes, 70 points per game, which is unbelievable. Uh, gone out the door, maybe even 71, 72 minutes. Or seventy-two I, points per game. What's that? I think uh, I think they kind of won the roster carousel or whatever you want to call it. I think they did really well in the portal, though. They did, they did, and bringing in. Uh, well, I mean, first off, they return a senior guard in Kyle uh, Legrere, uh seventeen minutes a game a season ago. They're going to be calling on him. He's waited his turn for this. Let's go. Also, Jaden Stone. Is a guard that I know they're excited about that uh, is in a senior year, comes back 31 minutes a game a year ago, 14 points. Those two will be the the, the vets, I think, on this team. But uh, yeah, they went out in the portal, brought in a bunch, a couple Lobo transfers in J. Allen Tovar and Emmanuel Kwak. And uh, yeah. Kwak. <laughs> yeah, Emmanuel Kwak. Kwak. Um, <laughs> they also brought in Rhode Island transfer Alex Chiku. Yeah, this one's one that Mike Davis is excited about. And they also brought in uh, a couple two-lane green wave. It's easy to see a tide turn. Transfers, Jaden uh, Coleman and Otan Jankovic. They're the fucking San Antonio Spurs with all these players from all other countries. All right, uh, they also brought in Donovan Totley from Bethune-Cookman and Mac Mansier uh, from Arkansas State. Mansell, it might be Mansell. The I might be silent there. Um, kind of thought they did a good job in the portal. Now I still don't think they're. I mean, well, here's the thing: last year they weren't that good. <laughs> last year they were, you know, eighth in the Horizon League. The Antoine Davis story kind of covered it all up. Yeah, yeah, which means uh, this team could be better than eighth. Look, here's the way I, I broke it down. Um. I expect regression from a few teams that were good a year ago. So that puts Detroit there in the mix. I'll say, I'll say they're going to be better than eighth this year. You? I think so too. Um, So I think they won the transfer portal. I mean, they bring in two different sets of teammates from really good coaches. Quack and Alan Tovar from Richard Patino in New Mexico, Jane Coleman and Otan Yankovic from Ron Hunter at Tulane. And then if they can get to the NCAA to waive, they're waiting on a waiver for Alex Chaku, which is huge. Cause I think that's the piece that Mike Davis loves the most. He comes in 
They're cutting uh, from, back on those waivers, though, man. I was thinking yeah. about that with that Mac episode on West Virginia. I'm like, man, don't be surprised if they're cutting back on those waivers. But anyway, continue. Yeah, uh, he's excited about this kid because Mike Davis, he's well-connected into the Alabama basketball scene as that's where he played. He came up from there, coached at UAB as well. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Chaku caught his eye uh, during – uh, his short stint there or uh, through the Alabama basketball program because Chaku was there too. Um, and that's part of the reason why he needs a waiver now because it's a third time transfer. Um, and Davis is hoping that he plays because, I mean, coming in from Archie Miller's Rhode Island program, that's now five transfers from three very, very good coaches. Um, the issue with bringing all these guys in from good programs here is that uh, they didn't really play much at their previous destination. So it's an inexperienced group. Um, but and they're unproven, but I mean, they have been in these programs for multiple seasons as uh, this team, they're filled with uh, the fourth amount of experience in, Hor- in the horizon league and the projected starting five could contain five seniors. Um, my bold take this year um, comes down to this. It's Davis's sixth season in Motown. And I think the seat has to be a little warm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Hence, definitely. Hence the haul from the transfer portal, I think, because, I mean, he needed to uh, win now, per se. Uh, Davis had the nation's leading scorer, his son Antoine, for his entire tenure at Detroit, the first five years. Antoine was an amazing story and one that gave this program a lot of national attention last year. But Mike Davis's record at Detroit is just 59-88. and Davis hails from the Bob Knight coaching tree, had some success at Indiana, took a night team to the final four when he was to the national like the, championship. They lost to he, Maryland. Yeah. He was kind of like the Rodney Terry of that team. He didn't build it, but he took it uh, to the destination. Um, but he also built that Texas Southern uh, program into the dynasty that we know it today. He leaves Texas Southern for Detroit and he just hasn't had the same success here. Could that have been there kind of like a star player program? It was all Antoine Davis for the first five years. Year one without Antoine, I think that actually might help this team. I prefer to well, see. It, teams- might, it might even help Mike Davis. You have it a pressure. Might. I don't care. I don't care who you are. If your if your son's on the team, there's a little little added pressure. Whether it's from your wife, whether it's from <laughs> you, you know, your handicap of yeah. like your own your own psychology of yourself as a person, saying, "Well, I got to get my son in the game. I got to have him. I got to drop a play." You know, like there's there's going to be a little more favoritism naturally. That's just, I believe, part of the nature of having a child. So, yeah, uh, yeah. continue on. I, I prefer to see teams like that are full of transfers perform a bit before I kind of fully hitch my wagon to them. But this year, I'm saying fuck it, and I, I think the Titans are my sleeper Horizon League team. Oh, there we go. Little hometown love from Beanick. Let's go. All right. <laughs> uh, look, they're always fun, but they, this is, I mean, yeah, I mean. They, they need a big year here. They need a big they year. Do. Let's move along and talk about a team that I am super excited to watch. So sh- first off, shout out to green Bay. I know they recently looked into starting their football program. You should carry on and do this. Wisconsin only has one team and a lot has changed since the 1980s population wise in that state, start the football program, Phoenix. Uh, look, they go out and they grab uh, they were terrible last year, three and 29, two and 18 in conference tied for last in, in the uh, horizon. Um, but they brought in Sundance wicks. What a name. 
look, if you haven't seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kid, I, I, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. All right. That's like one of the best Westerns ever Sundance wicks coming in. He was an assistant uh, at Wyoming there in Laramie where I just was. Um, I just, I just got back there for Jeff Linder. Linder's a good coach, man. And here's what's appealing to me about this. Now I know their whole team left. All right. Cade Myers gone. He's transferred within conference. Uh, uh, Randy Tucker's gone. Zay Blake gone. Brock Hefner, no relation to Hugh. Um, but I like what, like when Wyoming's guys are healthy, I buy into that team. Like they've, they've been super dinged up lately, but I, I think they're a pretty solid team. And I, I think the coaching staff is pretty good. So I buy into that, but getting Noah Reynolds, who I know is related to the assistant coach folks, yes. Sundance kid with the magic Sundance wicks comes right into green Bay, which by the way, probably has more bars than Laramie after I've been to both cities. I feel like green Bay might have more. So uh, getting one of the better players off Wyoming's roster to, to, to come with his brother who's an, who's an assistant <laughs> dude, this guy in 24 minutes uh, last year at, you know, in Laramie average 14 and a half points a game in a, in a loaded mountain. Really West. good. Yeah. Really good mountain West. <laughs> yes. I mean, what a get, uh, they also returned Clarence Cummings, the third who played 31 minutes a game a season ago, just about 10 and a half points a game. I mean, that's a good nucleus right there, but then he goes out and he brings in a couple of other transfers, Preston Rudinger from uh, Valpo, the crusaders also uh, rich. Uh, and, and I know they're excited about this kid from Rockhurst university. Talk about deep sea diving uh, <laughs> rich, rich. Uh, is this buyer? I think it is buyer uh, from Rockhurst university penciled in to be a starter fifth year senior. Uh, they also bring in Will Ames from Missouri Western State. No, that is not a hotel. And then, then uh, Elijah Jones from John A. Logan. I mean, they definitely their scouting department respect. The rest center should be rocking this year. No, look, I buy into. I, I think this team is going to be a chippier. They also returned a couple other guys from a season ago. Ryan Wade is the senior. That's you know he, he's he's waited his time there, pun intended. Uh, and a bunch of friends. I'm excited to watch this team. I think this team might be a little more chippier than people think. That's some big time transfer get right there. He could lead the league in scoring, man. He could really lead the league in scoring. Uh, Noah Reynolds, that is. I'm buying into them being much improved. I, I, I'm not saying they're going to win the conference, but I think night in, night out, watch out when you play the Phoenix. What do you make of this one? Yeah, each year there's kind of a couple of superstars that emerge that are like 20 point scorers each year. Reynolds is going to be a superstar uh, this year in the Horizon League. I mean, we we kind of touched on it pre-show that we were both kind of on the same page with this Green Bay team. Definitely going to be much better than a year ago. And Nick Reynolds is the assistant coach that uh, Noah is related to. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of you know Patrick Baldwin Jr. joining Patrick Baldwin at uh, Milwaukee two years ago. However, a couple of differences. Reynolds, he's a proven commodity as yeah, a college basketball yeah, player. Yeah. Baldwin kind of came in through high school. And I still know. think you're humbled, man. I, Laramie, yeah. with all due respect to the great state of Wyoming, Laramie is like a block. <laughs> like it is one block and there's nothing else there. I, me and NC Nick, look, and I, beautiful campus, but me and Nick definitely thought, as you know, 
we grew up in a city. So it's like a right on the outskirts of a city. So we're like, I think it'd be hard to keep recruits there because of like just or recruits or players, whatever, just because it's like one block long. Um, I've been to Missoula. I've been to other places. I've been to green Bay. I think green Bay might even have a little bit. It's a little bit bigger of a city. I think now I don't know about population, but like from the city standpoint. Um, so that's probably what he was thinking was like, fuck, I need to get out of Laramie, even though it's nice, you know, like the program's nice, but shocking, shocking, shocking transfer. Continue on. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, the chat's kind of onto something here that we talked about. This is, this is actually what we talked about pre-show here. Uh, Wisconsin green Bay is 16 to one to win the horizon. Detroit's 40 to one. I like both rosters, but I definitely thought that number was a little bit kind of out there. Um, which says something because uh, hasty Ryan hasty in the chat says Ken Palm has green Bay at three thirty one. Now books are listing these green Bay games at Ken Palm numbers. We're going to have some fun in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, look, obviously I think Detroit should be uh, probably favorite higher, but I do think green Bay is going to be, I don't think they're the, they're in the bottom of this conference no, this year. Yeah. No, not, yeah. not at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, back to that, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Patrick Baldwin jr. Uh, thing that I was kind of connecting here, Milwaukee got so much attention for that move. I feel like green Bay's flying under the radar. I, I think that was probably also added pressure on the Baldwins to perform because they were picked as like a one, two pick, even though it was really Baldwin jr. And then who else on that team in the preseason? No, they so- had another guy. He transferred to Mizzou. Who could but, play? Yeah. 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 But uh Baldwin got injured during the year, didn't come back. And that was like a huge thing for that team is like they were skeletons and bones compared to what they were being talked about. And I think it was a lot on the, the pressure that people p- applied on them in the preseason and green Bay, this team's acquisition is flying under the radar. Um, and then it goes with Clarence Cummings, the third who returns for the Phoenix. You touched on him too. He played over 30 minutes a game last year, 10 points per game outside of Reynolds and Cummings, the wing duo there. I think green Bay is pretty young, some inexperience in this uh, roster. So it should be a fun year. I definitely think they'll overachieve expectations from where uh, definitely Ken Palm at three thirty one. I think they're like a high three hundreds, low two hundreds team. Um, if they can keep Reynolds Cummings and some of the other pieces, I think next year is the year for Sundance. Yeah. Yeah. Sundance. I, I'm I got a, uh, that's my squad. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> uh, look, IUPUI is next, the Jaguars. And uh, remember they did the open tryouts a couple years ago. Yes. Could this be the year that, that we see? It's easy to see a tide turn because my first thought five and 27 last year, two and 18 in conference tied for dead last. Didn't we hit with them as a gigantic dog one time? Yeah, it might've been against green Bay. <laughs> no, nah, but I don't think it was that big of a dog. I feel like it was against, they were a gigantic dog. I can try to pull up their schedule and see. If ah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, they're there. Look, this is a team that has been building it. This is the process you had to trust. This is the trust the process team because uh, yes, they lose Chris Osteen, no relation to Joel uh, nine points a game. And also Jonah Carrasso, who was a reserve. But when you look at returning minutes, holy shit. I mean, were they building for this? Because a, their guard play stood out to me. Bryce Monroe is back fifth year, senior 12 points a game. 
27 minutes a game a year ago. Jalen Counter, their other guard, 30 minutes a game, 14 and a half points a game. Vincent Brady, the second, 32 and a half minutes a game, 11 points per game. And then you look at some of the other guys they have on this team. DJ Jackson played 24 minutes a game a season ago. You got like five, six guys that played double, uh, double digit minutes, like John Egbuda, who they're counting on 18 and a half minutes a game a season ago. Uh, Armand Gerard, and they add in Abdul Sam from, uh, from our Rams of Rhode Island and also Kittrell uh, blocker from Buffalo. Great name. Um, I think this is the year they make a little bit of a jump. Now that does that mean, do I think they're contending? No, but do I think they are going to be much, they're not going to be the laughing stock of college football or college basketball. I'm sorry. Uh, Matt Crenshaw has got this thing going in the right direction. I think they're going to be middle of the pack this year, man. What do you make of the Jags? That's a big jump. I don't know if they quite get to the middle of the pack. Um, and I think TV DBJ in the chat is right. Uh, I think the, the one that you're talking about is the 11 AM game between IUPUI and, uh, Chicago state. Cause I think the college experience was like the only one in the country that gave out that bet. Cause it was a standalone game and you guys bet every standalone <laughs> game. So I think that one felt much bigger than maybe what it was. I think they covered, but I don't even think they won. Um, but uh, according to Torvik IUPUI, they returned the most minutes. Uh, in the oh, horizon. It, no, that's, I, I mean, it's, I'm not it's, surprised Torvik said that, but when I went and previewed every one of these teams, they stood out to me as one that just has major minutes back. 100%. And they're <clears throat> in saying that they're still the youngest <laughs> of all Insane. the horizon teams. Insane. So, uh, I mean, this is, it was a total rebuild. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's clear it's year two of the rebuild. I don't think it was right when, uh, Crenshaw stepped in, but the leader of this Jaguars team, it's Bryce Monroe. He's the only projected starting senior for this team. He averaged 12 a game uh, with four assists. So I think you can see the positive steps happening for Matt Crenshaw on this Jaguars program that they're taking right now. I think they build upon that stepping stone season from last year. Once again, I don't have them finishing last, but I don't have them finishing in the middle pack. Maybe like you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I when I say middle of the pack, we'll see when it's all said and done. I did write my lineup, but another thing is you I go didn't back. I do my rankings actually. If you go back and look at some of the games they lost, um, you have to lose small before you win. Three point loss in the in the Horizon League tournament to, to Bob Morris. Um, uh, they, which they had beat the week prior. Right. And, uh, at Oakland, they lose by four on February 15th. Now they did get blown out of some big time games. I mean, the Northern that Kentucky held them to 47, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like Milwaukee, Milwaukee wins by three Cleveland state wins by six IPFW wins by six, uh, over loss to Oakland by four, you know, one and seven in games decided by seven points or less. Yeah, uh, this is the this is what I mean. Is like they they they're gonna be chippier this year, man. Just that's experience, man. And when you bring that back, and other teams don't have that, you're gonna start winning some of those. Now, like I said, I'm not saying they're gonna contend for a, cha- a championship here, but I just think they're gonna win more games uh, than 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 you know we're used to because they've yeah, had I'm some bad years. That. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
what what is it so it's it's lose like lose big lose small win small win big yeah. Who said that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I believe that's the word is of Bobby Bowden. I think it might be when he started up, somebody. when he started up Florida state, I think yeah. it might be, uh, it might be, it's either that or Spurrier. I get them confused sometimes, uh, which I, which is only more hilarious. Um, <laughs> look, uh, folks, before we jump over to the next team, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience horizon league previews brought to you by game time, buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. And forget planning months in advance. What's that ever done for anybody? Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Once again, create an account, CFBX, $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the college basketball experience. Horizon League preview and moving along the ranks here from IUPUI. Ooey pooey, as, as Patty C says. Uh, we jump on over to a team that I am su- super, super, uh, you know, excited to see or super intrigued by. Uh, that is the Milwaukee Panthers, who in Bart Lundy's first season, and I feel like he was a late hire. 22 and 12, 14 and six it's tied for second in the horizon league. As he comes over from Queens, went to, went to the CBI corner finals. Um, yes. They lose some veterans that were reserves there. Justin Thomas, Jalen Johnson, Ahmad Rond, uh, gone, but I'm buying in man. I'll be honest. I'm buying in heavily to this program. I I'm a Bart Lundy guy. I think you're seeing the effect he had when you saw Queens without him look the way they did in their first season in college basketball D one, this guy. And then when you look at the production that returns on this team, BJ Freeman, 30 and a half minutes a game, a season ago, 18 points per game. Get that guy, the ball. Also Kentrell Pullian, 26 minutes a game, almost 11 points a game at the guard spot. Markeith Browning, the second 28 and a half minutes, almost 10 points a game. I think he'll get there this year. And then their point, Elijah Jamison, who averaged 21 minutes a game as a freshman last year, buddy. I know. And then they go out and get phase on fields from old dominion. Uh, and, and uh, you know, the ODU program, Jeff Jones, that's a, that's a nice get right there. Uh, they also bring in Langston Wilson, a grad transfer, six, nine, six, nine, going to give them some problems coming over from the Washington Huskies where they only played six minutes a game there. And then, uh, you know, I think another intriguing one is Pierre Spencer coming in from Nichols where he played 29 minutes a game at Nichols. Uh, 
And then Eric Pratt from Texas A and M with the buzz saw buzz Williams down there. They also return a couple other players. They have Angelo Stewart who got some burn last season with them all at all with Lundy mixed with this lineup. Well, I know I'm jumping ahead. I think this is the team to beat this year. If I had to place my wager, I think they're the best team in this conference. I can't wait to watch this team this year. I think they're going to be a tough out for whoever they play. What do you make of this team? I I believe you. I I, I think they're a top tier team in the Horizon League, stemming from what was a. I I thought it was a surprising se- uh, season for Bart Lundy in year one because he was a late hire, and uh, having Milwaukee in the mix for the a Horizon League title was definitely uh, not in my predictions from last year. And I believe they had a they had the shot to win it, uh, didn't they? Were they the team? Maybe it was. I can't remember who was playing Youngston State for the Horizon League regular season title in the last game of the year last year. But uh, I mean, the core comes back, and the biggest piece from last year's team was leading scorer BJ Freeman, who's going to have another outstanding year. Last year, he had 18 points a game in 30 minutes or more a game last year. Colby, this team's young, but I don't see it going anywhere. I think this is uh, maybe a, a really nice core that grows together through the Horizon League. Hopefully, a couple of pieces don't transfer out. This could be like a, a multiple year uh, NCAA tournament attendee, maybe. I think the team you're thinking about too was Northern Kentucky. I think that that uh, uh, wait, Youngstown didn't go. Did they go to the tournament? No, they. I said the the Horizon League title. Northern Kentucky went to the tournament. That's what I thought. That's a, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're on the same level then. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm telling you, this is the team to me when I went through all of them there. Now this is a good conference, but I, I, I thought like this was the team I said, Hmm. I think they're misvalued in the market right now. I think Lundy is a damn good coach and I'm excited to watch him this year. You at, at, at the Panther arena, baby, let's go. Um, all right, let's continue on this journey of breaking every team down because I know we have different top teams, but uh, let's talk about the Norse of Northern Kentucky. George Clooney's alma mater. Uh, yeah, I bartended on George Clooney once. Big big college basketball guy, actually. Made me uh made me uh really really buy into uh I don't know one of those fucking movies he did. What did he do? Uh, Ocean's Twelve. How about that? Uh. Look, they were 22 and 13 a year ago, 14 and six in conference tied for second in the horizon league. This team was good. Darren horn year five. They lose a couple of vets. Trevon Faulkner, Chris Brandon, Xavier Rhodes, gone, 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 but they returned some, some valuable minutes. Trey Robinson, Sam Vincent, uh, Marquise Warwick, all back, all averaged uh, over 20 minutes a game. Shit. I mean, Warwick and Vincent played like 30. <laughs> they played like the whole fucking game. They're back and they both, you know, combined for about 31 points a game. You got to love that. They add Michael Bradley, a transfer that they're excited about from the D2 ranks. They bring in Cade Meyer. I just talked about Cade Meyer when talking about the Green Bay Phoenix. Hey, Cade Meyer averaged 20, uh, 10 and a half points a game, 27 minutes with the Phoenix a year ago. That's a nice get. They also have a couple vets. Uh, now I do worry about the rotation. Like how deep is this team? They have five freshmen. They have five freshmen. The top reserve is going to be a uh, uh, Pavoris or, or LJ Wells. That's the depth is the thing that concerns me, but they're, they're going to be in the mix. They're going to be in the mix again to go dancing. 
Noah, what's your thought on, on NKU? Three seniors, two juniors in this projected starting five for the Norse. My biggest worry for them is the two new pieces that coach Horn is bringing in are a non D one point guard uh, in the center from the worst team in the horizon last season. So uh, <laughs> the dudes on the wing can play uh, Marquez work almost 19 points per game. Another one of those uh, big point scorers in the horizon that you see each year. And then Sam Vinson who had almost 12 per game and they both played over 30 minutes a game last season. The DNA on this team's solid. I mean, they're a uh, year in and year out their competitor to win the horizon. Uh, I'm just trying to poke holes in a 2023 NCAA tournament team. I don't know if they're the right ones, but usually a, a inexperienced point guard and a center that comes from an unproven team usually tend to be some of those holes that you can find in the team. Um, this is the top tier horizon team though, but it's not one that I have winning at all. There we go. There we go. Now he's got it. Let's go to his team. You see the hat folks, the Oakland golden Grizzlies start your football program. Greg Campy's back for his 40th season. Think about that for a second, folks. 40th going season coming off of a 11 and nine in the horizon after going 13 and 19 overall. But that shows he, you know, he, his team got better as the season, ro- ro- you know, went along. They dealt they with do, a lot of injuries and they lose about 31 points per game in production. Keaton Hervey and uh, Jalen Moore, both gone. Um, they go out and get some guys. Well, first off, they return some guys. I think that's that's something we should highlight. Blake Lampman back. Rocket Watts is back, folks. Yes, that Rocket Watts, formerly of Mississippi State, Michigan State, both back. Also, Trey Townsend played 36 minutes a game a season ago. Uh, you gotta like that. And then, you know, I thought going out in the portal and bringing in uh, a few guys, Isaiah Jones coming in from Detroit Mercy right up the road. Tone Hunter from Long Beach State, who I saw last season. Uh, Andre Polk from Garden City Community College. They got a couple Garden City guys. Buru Navalarua coming in. I mean, they're hitting. They, they went deep Campy sea diving too. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, they, they went deep sea diving. Um, hey, I you know what? I think they're going to be a little bit better this year. I think they're going to be a little bit better this year. I know that sounds crazy because they lose more and Hervey. I think they're going to be a tiny bit better than they were a season ago. What's your make on your golden Grizz? Yeah. So it's going to be a not normal year for most Oakland basketball fans. Cause I can't remember the last time that Campy hasn't really had a point guard that could just take over games. Rocket Watts. Isn't like your typical point guard either. He's more of a, uh, a wing player than a point guard. But uh, this year on, on paper, they lose Jalen Moore, um, who scored almost 20 a game last year. Um, and there's always been that huge point getter for the Golden Grizzlies at the point. Um, I think that guy that no is a no-brainer to try and step into that role and fill those shoes is Rocket Watts. Um, he's definitely going to qualify as kind of like a post-hype sleeper because he started his career for Tom Izzo at Michigan State. He kind of shined there. Um, but I mean, Izzo and him didn't really see eye to eye. So he heads over to Mississippi state. Doesn't really play much there. And mitten basketball fans were excited to see him come back to Oakland last year. Um, he had a little bit of an injury scare 
during the middle of the year, he comes back, but his role was reduced because Jalen Moore had taken over and the emergence of Trey Townsend was huge. So I think we're looking forward to seeing if Rock and Watts can step up and be that kind of guard forward duo with Trey Townsend. Cause I mean, he played 36 minutes a game um, when this team was dealing with injuries, he was their number one scoring option. He finished the year with 16 and a half points and seven and a half boards a game. A lot of transfers here from the Juco ranks, but Campy he brings in Antoine Davis's sidekick from last year and Isaiah Jones from Detroit in conference, play the guns Colby, because I think this team's going to be exciting for sure. And I think their ceiling is a right. From Detroit to Oakland, what's happening? Continue. I'm sorry. I think their ceilings are rising league title. Ooh, ooh, you hear that, folks? You hear that, folks? That happens to be his team, but I'm on board, man. I think they're going to be in the mix. Let's jump on over and talk about IPFW, the Mastodons. The Mastodons, 17 and 15 uh, in, in overall last year, 9 and 11 in conference. That was crazy. They were almost better at a conference. And, uh, well, I mean, they lose a lot off that team from a year ago. Buckle up. Jared Godfrey's gone. Bobby Plant Tanus. No. Pla- Planutus is gone. Damian Chong Kwai gone. Deontay Billups gone. R.A. Capetti gone. That's a lot of production. I'm counting. That means uh, I'd say about. All five of their top 56, scores. 57 points per game gone. Now it, they return Anthony Roberts, a fifth year guard, 17 minutes a game a season ago. They return Quentin Morton Robertson, five, eight guard, heart of a fucking lion though. Fifth year senior, right? They're going to count on those guys to get them through this. The rest transfers. Jalen Jackson comes in from UIC Destin Whitaker from Fresno state. By the way, Jackson played 25 minutes a game at UIC, so that might be a nice get. Uh, also, Maximus Nelson from Valpo, the Crusaders, Rashid Bello from uh, I think the JUCO ranks, and then D'Angelo Elissi from Triton College. There, I mean, all in all, I think they're taking a step back. I think it's too much. You're asking too much. I know it's year 10 for uh, for Kaufman, and he's probably got that system down pat, but. I think it's a little too much. I think they take a little bit of a step back heading into this year. What do you think of IP dub Noah? Yeah, we're both seeing eye to eye on this team. I think there's way too much production to replace. It was their, they lose their top five scores from last season. Um, and a lot of these guys haven't really seen much time for uh, Purdue Fort Wayne in years past. Um, Jalen Jackson is probably the big get for them um, from UIC. Like you mentioned, 25 minutes a game, seven points uh, kind of does it all. Um, as a wing player there. So I think how this team overall plays, it's a huge question mark. And it's, it's, a, it's a team that I, I thought was pretty easy to say, Hey, I like a couple of the bottom dwellers a little bit better than these guys this year. I, this is the team that I have in the 11th, which is last in the horizon league this year. I think we might be on the same page, buddy, but let's talk about the next team. Robert Morris, the colonials, the real colonials. Um, look, uh, moon township, Pennsylvania has been rocking for years with this Andrew tool bunch. He's in his 14th year. 
16 and 17 a season. They go 10 and 10 in conference, finished six in conference, and I, they got better as the season went along. However, they lose their top two guys. You know, Cheeks gone, Khalil Spears gone. That and and Michael Green the third, who was a good player too. I mean, all together, that's about 41 points of production gone. Can they bounce back? Can they, you know, can they carry on and be as good as they were a year ago? Josh Corbin, fifth year senior point guard back 31 minutes a game a season ago. Jackson last 27 minutes a game a year ago back. And also uh, Stefan Walker, the big man, 20 minutes a game a season ago as a freshman flashed a little bit. Those guys all back. However, that's a lot of production. And I know in the portal, they brought in justice Williams, who I am actually really interested to see. That's an LSU uh, tiger transfer there. He got some of Will Wade's money. I think, uh, and uh, look, he comes in. Maybe he can be just on another level. Maybe that maybe that happens. Marquise Hastings transfers in from Western Michigan and Kalamazoo. Um, Hastings did play about twenty nine minutes a game in the MAC. Maybe those two pieces are better than I thought. But I do. I was thinking like slight step back for Bob Morris, but they're still going to be chippy. I feel like they did a decent job in the portal. What'd you make of this team? I don't, I don't like this team. And this is actually another one of my teams uh, going to school in Pittsburgh. I mean, this team was 10 minutes outside the city, a nice cheap game to attend if I wanted to. And uh, they lose a couple of their huge pieces that they had in their program for a bit in cheeks and spear um, in, in total three of their top four scores. And the other one of the top four scores was Josh Corbin. He's a wing player. He's more of a catch and shoot guy. He's going to have to create his own shot this year. I don't love that. Uh, scenario here and justice Williams. He, he's a huge wild card. I think uh, he could be good. He's a P five guy transferring into the horizon. Usually that tends to work out all right, but he really didn't uh, show me too much at LSU. We'll see where that goes. But I, I think this is another one of the bottom tier horizon league teams that I'm just not totally a fan of. I, I don't think a couple of the pieces fit on this roster for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think they're kind of going to be interesting to watch this year. So uh, there is that. All right. We got a couple other teams in the conference to talk about here. <laughs> right state 18 and 15 a year ago, 10 and 10 in conference. They're in Dayton, Ohio, sixth in the, in the horizon league. I almost said the survivor league. Um, Scott Nagy's back at year eight at the nutter, the nutter center. They don't lose much. Amari Davis, Tim Finke gone. Uh, about 16 and a half points per game, eight, nine boards. But considering the fact they add in um, Tanner Holden from Ohio state, that one stood out to me. Holden has been at Ohio state for some time. So that's a nice kid. They also got Bo Myers from Malone. Um, They return a ton. I think that's why you got an AJ Braun, uh, Brandon Noel, both back. They averaged about, you know, both in over 20 minutes a game a season ago. Also, Alex, uh, oh man, Hobretzi, the, the, the red shirt junior guard, 20, 24 minutes a game a season ago. Also Trey Calvin, obviously Calvin's a stud. Uh, they also have Keaton Norris. They have guard depth. All right. Uh, Andrew Willage as well. 17 minutes a game as a senior, uh, you know, he's a senior this year. Uh, I'm really impressed with the, uh, the guard play here. The question is, is can the front court, you know, be there right state 
Everyone's high on Wright State. No, you buying the hype? One hundred percent. I'm I'm high on them too. I have them winning the league. Uh, Scott Nagy's Raiders returned the second most minutes from a season ago, only behind IUPUI. And Wright State's roster ranks third on Torvik's experience chart. Not much has changed from this season team in the season in the off season, I should say, except for the big the big reacquisition in Tanner Holden. I mean, this kid was a twenty point scorer a game with Wright State before he had transferred, dipped his toe into the Big Ten with Ohio State, uh, and then decided to go back to Dayton. The year he left for the Buckeyes, he averaged 20 points a game. Now you put him next to a point guard in Trey Calvin, who averaged 20 points a game last year with four assists a game himself. uh, And Holden, I think, is the best duo in this conference. The projected starting five includes two fifth-year seniors, two redshirt juniors, and two juniors. The one knock on the Raider gang could be their depth. Uh, The bench has a lot of freshmen, but if this team stays healthy, uh, I think they're a candidate to win an NCAA tournament game. Folks, Noah Beanick, what are you doing? Get over there. Give him a follow. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the final team because I want I want to get to these rankings here. I want to get to these rankings. Um, the final team in the conference is you know good old Youngstown, the Penguins. Shout out to to Golf Coast Guru. This is a squad. Uh, they made the NIT last year after finishing for after winning the conference regular season. Gerard Calhoun doing a good job there. They made the NIT 24 and 10, 15 and 5. Uh, hmm. They lose a ton. Adrian I think the Nelson. market's off. Yeah. This is the second favorite to win the Horizon League. I, I think it's wrong. I do too. Malik Green, Adrian Nelson, Dwayne Cohill, all gone. That's, you know. That's and Bryce McBride too. You're talking in 50 some points a game gone. Now I know they have the portal, but man, and they bring in Bryson Langdon from Northern Kentucky. Where the hell's my drop? I didn't come here to study. I I come here to study. Studying sucks. Study really sucks. That's what I was looking for. Um, also bringing in DJ Burns from Murray State, Ziggy Reed from Merrimack, Warriors come out to play, and Brett Thompson from Tennessee Tech. So they went heavy on the portal, and maybe some of these guys will work out. I mean, they did. They do return Brandon Rush, who's very good. Um, but I, the, the, as far as like the rest of the team, we got to see it all together. I think they'll still be in in the mix, but I mean. I can't have them, uh, you know, as a favorite to win this conference. So, uh, what do you make of the Penguins here? Last year they were my darling. They were my pick to win the Horizon League. This year ain't it. I mean, I love this team last year because they dominated the glass. You lose Adrian Nelson, who had nine and a half rebounds a game. You lose Malik Green, who had seven and a half rebounds a game, and then Dwayne Cohill was one of the best players in the Horizon League. He's gone too. I, there's just so much. Re- production that they have to replace and they did it all via transfer portal. There's four new pieces in the projected starting five. You know, I don't really love to back that in the preseason. I mean, you have four seniors and a junior in this starting five, but none of them really have had any experience playing time uh, anywhere in leagues close to the rising league, in my opinion, that can kind of match that. So I I think a couple of pieces here, Bryson Langdon, I think they're waiting on a waiver for him. He comes in from Northern Kentucky in conference, like you mentioned. Um, and then EJ Farmer, 
uh, in-state, east, uh, west side of Ohio, coming in from Toledo. Very good program there. But he didn't really play much, uh, only 16 minutes a game last season. So uh, that's a big question mark for me there. And then DJ Burns coming in from Murray State. Uh, I think there's potential for him there, but I, I got to see him play more. So a lot of new pieces, they got to gel together in order to try and stay in the top half of the Horizon League. I I don't agree with the market on this, te- this team. I have them more in the middle of the pack. Ooh, ooh, let's get to that pack because uh... – here we are. We have 11 teams in this conference. Don't worry. We got our Chicago state team preview coming, but at number 11, I think we both alluded to this. I got IPFW at number 11. You? Yep. IPFW at number 10. I'm staying with the IUs. I think IUPUI is going to be chippier this year, but I still think they're 10th. You? No, I got Romo, Robert Morris. That's my number nine. Who's your number nine? IUPUI. Okay. My number eight is Detroit Mercy. Who's your number eight? Green Bay. That's my number seven, the Green Bay Phoenix. They're going to rise to the top. Uh, Who's your number seven? I will go with. I don't have my I don't have my middle sorted out here. From four through seven, I'm kind of deciding on the fly. I <clears throat> Youngston State. Woo-hoo-hoo. At number six, I got the Oakland Grizzlies. What are you doing here? Um so I'm, I'm kind of walking through the people as I'm filling them out. The three teams that I'm going to have four through six are Detroit, Oakland, and Cleveland State. And I think I'm lowest on Detroit. So I'll go Detroit sixth. At number five, I got the Penguins of Youngstown State. I got Cleveland State. That's my number four. I got the Vikings of Cleveland State. Who's your number four? Give me the Golden Grizzlies of Oakland. I love it. At number three, I got Wright State at number three. Milwaukee for me. Oh, I love this. We both have our teams that we think are going to win the conference. You have them third. (laughs) I have Wright State third. At number two, I got the Norse of Northern Kentucky. At number one, I got Milwaukee. Who's your number two squad? Northern Kentucky for uh, number two. And I have Wright State Raiders winning the league. And I think, I think they're live to win an NCAA tournament game. I think this is team. I think they're good enough to get outside of that 15, 16 range. I mean, the horizon's kind of been screwed and then they've put in, put in the 15th or the 16th play in game uh, for the past few years. I think Wright State's good enough. That they're in a 14 seat this year. There we go, folks. Place your wagers. Uh, can't wait to watch. All right, now let's jump on over and talk about this Chicago State team that is one bit, kind of our team for TCE. We love this team. Shout out to Chicago State too. I know they're trying to actively get a football program. There should be a college football program in Chicago, and that's what it should be. You, all right? It should be the private school pussies of Northwestern. It should be the Cougs. Let's go. <clears throat> they uh, showed. You know, I'm buying into Gerald Gillian. I think he's a good coach. They were, I mean, he walked into a project, a disaster, and he's made it work out. They were 11 and 20 independently a year ago. I think they're going to be able to get into a conference over the next year or two. 
And I know they lose Elijah Weaver and Bryce Johnson together. That's 20, you know, 23 points a game, just about that hurts, but I buy into the culture. I buy into the coaching of Gillian. And that is why they, they return still a lot of production minutes wise, the guards, Deshaun Corbett, uh, Wesley Cardet, both those guys back. They played over 30 minutes a game last year. They averaged over 30 points a game together. It was like 31. I think also Brent Davis, the point spot, 26 minutes a game a season ago. He's back. Those guards are back. Now the front court, big question mark. They're going with freshmen, the Bowie, the Bowie brothers, Matt and Ryan Bowley. All right. They also have some reserves. Deshaun Jean Charles got, uh, got 22 points again or 22 minutes. I'm sorry. A year ago. These guys, as a freshman, they're going to be getting older right before our eyes. Uh, I know they went out in the portal and brought in some other guys from Overtime Elite. Oh, I'm sorry. Th- I'm sorry. Those are th- those are the Bully Brothers from those Overtime Elite. Twins, yeah. yeah. They brought in uh, Noble Crawford from the fucking Long Island Sharks. All right. Now, Noble Crawford, this guy for Rod Strickland, averaged uh, just about nine minutes a game there for the fucking Sharks. But, um, Noah, I buy into the culture. I think he's a good coach. And I, you know, despite losing some of those players from, uh, you know, some key players from a year ago, I'm buying in, I'm buying in, in the path that this, uh, you know, that, that they're building something special there in Chicago. So what do you make of this team? 100% I'm bought in too. And we had to fit this team into some type of preview that we were doing this year because we were uh, kind of early on the, Hey, Chicago state's kind of live here this season last year. And this year they lack a point guard, but you have to love the size Wesley Cardet who returns. He's a six, six guard, 34 minutes a game last year, six and a half points. Deshaun Corbett, six and a half foot guard. Uh, 35 minutes a game, 14 points per game last year, and the two Bully twins, who everybody loves that get there. Uh, they've kind of been all over the map uh, through the recruiting trail. Um, huge, huge. I think you have to love Chicago State here this season. I, you just got to fig- figure out the point guard, and this is going to be a good team, I think. Dude, they're going to beat Bowling Green opening night. I know. Let's run through the schedule here. Yeah. Then uh, so the non-con is their whole schedule because so they're, they're independent. Yes. Yeah. They're plus uh, five and a half point dogs against Bowling Green opening night, according to Torvik. Let's go. Give, Give me, me those cougs. Give me those cougs. Uh they are then hosting the Mercer Bears on November 9th. They're minus one. Dude, they're gonna be two and oh. I love this matchup here. So the first Sunday of the season against Southern Indiana. The Screaming Eagles Arena will be rocking. I think it's a fun one. Both programs, I'm. All, I think all the rise. Um, then they have Cal State Northridge, the Matadors in in yep. Chicago. So Dude. they're favored against Mercer, Southern Indiana, and Cal State Northridge, and we think they beat Bowling Green. They're starting four no. Four Let's no. go. Let's go. Uh, then they go to Cancun, Mexico, where a lot of dreams go to die. All right. Um, I could. I. I. I could talk for this. Now that they, they here's what's hilarious is the Cancun challenge starts with a a you know in in the states. For them, I hate that man. Yeah. I, I hated that when I was playing travel baseball and college baseball. You go, you travel fucking four hours, five hours to play a team that you could have played in your home. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the worst feeling in the world. Carbondale, Illinois, they're taking on the Salukis. Shout out to Stone Labanowitz, a legendary Saluki. But uh, look, Southern Illinois is decent. That's going to be a tough game. 
Yeah, they're eleven point dogs there. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough game. But then once they get to the Hard Rock Hotel in Cancun, Mexico, enjoy Senior Frogs, folks. Um, uh, Northern Colorado. I was just at their campus. You know, they lost a ton. That that they can win that game. They could win that game. Yeah, they're actually a half point dog there, according to the Let's go. Let's go. Um, so then they come back from Cancun because we don't know how who they'll get matched up with if they win or if they lose. Um they get UT Martin, the Skyhawks in Chicago on November twenty fifth. I think that's they're favored by a point. They they could win that. And then a big one, cross town, Loyola, Chicago, Ramblers. You know, I do think Loyola bounces back this year, but obviously we need to see it. Loyola struggled last year. Correct. So that 20 could be point interesting. Dogs there. Then they get Delaware state. They're winning that game favored by seven. Then they get Stetson in Chicago. They're winning that game. Four point dogs there. So that could be a nice spot. Then unfortunately they run into St. Thomas, the Tommy gun <laughs> that ain't happening. All right. The Tommies are going to fuck them up. What are you yeah. doing here? Uh, they host St. Thomas. The The Tommies were always good at home. They were hit or miss on the road. I, I think they're, they could be live there. What about at Northwestern after that? No. December 11, or December 13th. No, right? No. At Valpo, taking on the Crusaders on, on December 16th. I think Valpo is going to be quite bad this year, actually. That's a and win, buddy. Chicago State, they're favored in that game, too. Dude, this is a nice schedule. It is great. I they're gonna you, be they're gonna yeah. be good enough. They're gonna be they're some gonna darlings beat, for people. They can beat UT Rio Grande. They can beat Bethune they're Cookman. Favored by four, favored by six. Then they head to Madison to take on Wisconsin. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. Uh then they're home. The, the act- can we talk about this stretch? So from yeah. February twenty second <laughs> to January fifteenth, they're on the road for like nine straight games there. Eight straight games. Oh my games. god. <laughs> so until that point, uh, cause they're a dog in every one of those games. So I think they're one, two, three, four, four and two, five and two, six and three, seven and four, seven and five, 10 and five. They're 10 and five until they December 22nd. Dude, it gets crazy though, man. I know that's insane. This schedule that we're talking about upcoming. Like- yeah. So at Wisconsin, followed by at Cal Baptist over here by me. Baptist is good. Dogs. They're good. Yeah, they're gonna lose that. Then at DePaul, back to Chicago for one game. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then at Manhattan, the little apple take on Kansas Happy State. New Year. You yeah, get then, you get uh, Jerome Tang in the bunch. Then oh. at Oklahoma State, then at UTEP. Whew, That's a road at trip. Fairly Dickinson. Dude, they're going around the world. They're they're literally going to every Chicago state. State World Tour. Yeah, I don't know how morale will be. They're towards, doing they're doing towards a home March and home against Stetson there. I know, and then they get a D two school. Okay, that's cool. East then, West University straight and out of Saint East Xavier West Bowl videos and YouTube. They're gonna need that's up those. your alley, right? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need those to get to get <laughs> fixed. Then they so get the, uh, they're ten and five, and then they're probably. And in 13. So then yeah. they go to 12 and 13 there. And, and then get Duquesne. No, they can beat. They can. I mean, that's a winnable game. I would favor Duquesne. No, no uh, I, I like Duquesne this year. Yeah, I would favor Duquesne, I said, but who knows? Um, 
Would you take and, the points? They're getting 21 and a half according to Torah. Oh, why? That's a lock. <laughs> That's a fucking lock. Um, I, I got to see morale, though, because after that road trip. <laughs> That's tough. Um, I mean, the morale gets up after the two non-D1 games, probably, right? Probably. Probably. You never know, though. At South Carolina State, at Eastern Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, and then home to IU North. There, that's tough. It is. I, I think they finish the year fourteen and eighteen. Yeah, I think it's going to be somewhere in that somewhere between twelve and, and sixteen. I think is what we're looking at. But it's still a great year. I think. For oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. From where they've been, they fourteen wins in a year. That's probably more than they've had in the last six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's gonna they, be must uh, watch. They they host IU Northwest, which is a, a NAIA team, I believe. TV DBJ. It's gonna be fun to watch, and we're gonna have you covered here on the College Basketball Experience. You should be subscribed. Season, when the, sorry, what's that? Their season ends February nineteenth. <laughs> that kind of blows. <laughs> Maybe they can. Yeah, no one's gonna remember them by by selection Saturday. Is yeah. that is that thirty two? That's thirty two games. Holy shit. They're playing a full year. <laughs> That's yeah. a full schedule by February 19th. That's our boys. We like this team. Yeah, we love We this like team. this team. Folks, uh, when the season tips, we'll be here every single night of the college basketball season talking each and every game, each and every team in all the land. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Give Noah Beanick a follow on Twitter at NoahB77 underscore. He hosts the college baseball experience as well. He's part of the college football experience, part of the college basketball experience. Check it all out, folks. I'm on Twitter at DColbyD. Give me a follow. The college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, check out our other shows, the college football experience, the co- the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience, the big 12 experience. Moneyline Mac will be back in studio soon. Stay tuned. Check out the sports gambling podcast uh, live later tonight, nine o'clock Pacific, every single Friday, nine o'clock Pacific on VEASAN talking, uh, you know, VEASAN is a network. Brent Musburger's network. It's on YouTube TV. So you get it. Go check it out every, every single Friday. Folks, uh, check out, uh, well, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store and come talk college ball with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Uh, until next time, folks, this is the college basketball experience horizon league and Chicago state season preview. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Guzz of your liquor will I zip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. Fishing you on a dick to lie. Piss you off. It goes tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and moths. Grip the bag, drop it as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck. Up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's I see them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. A lot of these heads need to improve the improv. Talent's not a program. You download the install. Quality spread through hard work. No 
respect me cause I'm genuinely involved Beyond gathering names to build up my money list You decide friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk Come equipped or leave empty handed They don't call me C's for nothing See the camera? Smile, click Here comes the picture You act like a child Manhood don't fit you I'll break your whole style Down to a bumper sticker And never need a gun to lift you 